Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. What, what I'll say here is like a little bit of what we aim for um, at the organization you and I both serve at, The Refuge. And I think that um, other people are going to have to define this for ourselves. But one of the things that I would want us to shoot for at The Refuge is is that we do I, we do clarify our our convictions and our and our beliefs right but that we we hold those with enough humility to leave room for other people and allowing other people to have their own beliefs because here's the deal right we, like you already mentioned it but you and I both you know we both work for a christian organization it was founded on christian values the 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 reality though is even from a worldview perspective the word christian is loaded um because christianity means different things to a lot of different people and obviously the basic premise of christianity is and kind of how the how the terminology even originated was was that it, that a christian is a christ follower a Christian is someone who's following in the way of Jesus Christ. But but like I just said, people are going to live that out in very different ways, which is why we have, you know, as many different Christian denominations and sects and branches that we do. And what's interesting is every one of those groups will tell you, like, our way is the right way. <laughs> Which is interesting because in order for, you know, in order for right to be right, it means there's a right way, which means not everybody can be right. Yeah, um, which means there's a wrong way. Yeah, but who gets to choose, you know? And at the end of the day, um, each of us as individuals has to make choices. And we ultimately, by our choices, choose kind of where we fall. And that's why I think it's important to do this worldview work, because nobody can make the choice of what we believe for us. But a lot of us want to just be told what to believe. We just want someone to tell us what to believe. But the reality is what I think, it, you know, what I'm encouraged, what I'm trying to encourage today, if, if anything, is not, is not only just to bring this topic up so that people can kind of chew on it, but I would urge anyone listening to begin to do the work of articulating what it is that you believe. Because I believe the more clarity that each of us have on our worldview, it's really the basis of our core. Like it's the basis of our of our consciousness, like what, like everything, every, all the decisions that we make stem from some sort of worldview, some sort of belief system. And the more clarity we have around what it is that we believe, um, we can then live our life in a way that's congruent with those beliefs. Because here's what I believe. I think that a lot of the tension that people experience internally, you know, maybe a sense of discon discontentment or being stuck or feeling, um, you know, psychology, they would call it cognitive dissonance. It stems from a disconnect between what I believe and how I'm living my life. But many of us don't haven't articulated our beliefs enough to know when we're contradicting it. Sometimes we know in our gut, and oftentimes people will call that their conscience, like they can feel it when it's off. 
But we have to do the work of articulating our worldview because then we can aim to live our life in a way that that reflects that. Yeah. So we're like talking about limiting belief statements. So yes. here's some personal ones just so, so people can, so you can hear this. So uh, one that I am working on is like, I believe I am not as important as other people. And if something pops up in my life where I'm asking something of somebody or someone gives me a compliment or something's like, it feels off, even though it, like I, so another, like a, a true belief statement is I feel like I is, I believe I am equally as important as everybody else, not more important or less important, but equally important. And so that's the tension in those belief statements. It's I live one way. And unconsciously, I, I'm the way that I'm living says, I believe that I'm not as important as other people. And so that pause, that healthy belief statement is like, I believe that because of, because I am a Christian, that I am an, I am just as important as you, Wes. I'm just as important as my spouse. I'm just as my wife. I'm just as important as my kids. And so if that's true, when I'm giving up myself of something where I'm not, I'm not advocating for myself with other people that there's that tension where like, it feels like it's off. Or if somebody takes advantage of me, it's a going against a belief statement that I have. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. I think, you know, we live in a time where, um, yeah, and th that, th that example is really helpful. I'm just thinking now big picture again. You know, we live in a time where a lot of people believe that there is no such thing as truth. Um, in philosophy, it might be called postmodernism, but it's just this idea that there is no truth and everybody gets to define what's true for them. Um, like that, in that view, like there is no God, right? God doesn't exist, so there is no objective truth. Now, me personally, I would I would reject this idea that there is no truth. I think I think that there is truth. There is a way that leads to goodness, and there is a way that leads to the opposite of goodness. But I would what I would champion for is this idea that all of us have to choose what we accept as true. Like we do have to be intentional. Like one of our cultural traits at the refuge is intentionality. We do have to be intentional about what we choose to believe. Um, Cause even if God is real, which I believe he is. And even if like he made the world in a particular way, which I believe that as well, we still have to choose what we believe because, because there's a lot of competing voices out there. And if we don't define for ourselves what it is that we believe, it's going to make decision-making more difficult. It's going to make living in the world uh, more confusing because all of us have to make a lot of important choices, who we, how we spend our time, the communities that we live in and do life in, uh, where we work, who, who we choose to be romantically involved with, so on and so forth whether to have kids, where, what, what to do with our kids, how to raise our kids, all that kind of stuff. I could go on and on and on. And how we do all of this demands a worldview. And I think for many of us, we just regurgitate what we, what we saw modded to us growing up, which is normal. 
there's not really any way around that to some degree. But what we can do is we can, we can wake up, we can be intentional, we can pay attention to what those patterns are, to what those behaviors are, and then decide for ourselves, do I want to believe this? Like we have agency there. We have the ability to choose what we believe to be true. And I would say that, that this work is important for everybody. Like religious or irreligious, everybody has a worldview. Some people simply have articulated it and know what it is better than others. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then.